Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. And this is going to be our first film review of the year. Hopefully one of many to make up for last year. We're going to be talking about uh, Wonder Woman 84, WW84, whatever you want to call it, uh, in full. Spoiler detail. Uh, so there's that that's coming up to look forward to. But first, don't forget to go to the website, www.talknerdy.uk where you can find blogs, trailers and podcasts. Follow us on our socials at TalkNerdyUK or Facebook.com slash TalkNerdyUK or just email us anything you want. Our blog ideas, questions for Gaz on how he stays so sexy or stuff like that uh, to TalkNerdyUK at gmail.com. So without further ado, that was your warning. Let's begin. <laughs> So, we are going to talk about Wonder Woman 84, WW84. Gaz, mm-hmm. in quick summation, before we get into the nitty gritty of it, yeah. quick summation, yay or nay? It's a big nay from me. This <laughs> it, I, I thought it was terrible. It <laughs> felt like hard work watching it. The, I mean, how did they get it? Like uh, DC, I thought was sort of getting the the idea of films. They'd had a little bit of a good run with Aquaman, and I'm struggling. Shazam, Shazam, yeah. And even yeah, the first yeah. Wonder Woman, even though I wasn't bowled over by it, did well. Mm. But oh, God, where to begin? I- Well, I mean, this is going to be a very interesting podcast because, I mean, I I didn't love it by any means, but I liked it a lot. But but, um, I'm not one of these people who, I liked it a lot. And here's 20 reasons why you should like it. I completely understand if you don't like this film. There are many reasons I can see why someone would not like this film. Mm. And I will even talk about some of them and maybe give you some more ideas as to why not to like this film. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked it. Did you enjoy but, but... it because it's bad then? Is this the hell, hell's boy, hell's boy, hell boy hell... conundrum? <laughs> no, no, I don't think I did. I think, I honestly think it was, it's, it caught me at, at the right point. This is not a film that I'd be able to put on whenever, like, and in case you wonder what fi- what superhero film can you put on whenever Avengers, I can put that on what mood I'm in. What, it's like a Back to the Future film for me. I just get taken mm. into it. Um, this, I'd have to be in a really like happy-go-lucky. It caught me on a good day. And I just enjoyed it for the sake of being a movie. It was over the top. It was ridiculous. If you spend too long thinking about stuff, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> 
But it kind of got a free pass because I just kind of saw bright colours, a lot of action, I've, and I just... I like Wonder Woman. I think that's what helps. I I love the first film, um, and I'm a big fan of the character. But go on, hit me, hit me. Like we might as well just get straight into it. What what for a, a person who doesn't read the comics and a person who yeah. even you just said not that not that bothered about the first film. What was this like for you? The two this two and a half hour film, Gary. Well, that's the first point I'm going to make. Is it felt long? It felt really like don't know like way there was way too much where nothing was happening like you just said it was filled full of action like when like i I genuinely just struggle with with this film because there was so many moments in it where i just thought why am i watching this and why is it going on for so long and the only reason (laughs) it would get away with it is if it then had decent comedy in it and barring probably Chris Pine trying on some eighties outfits, there was fuck all of that too. And <laughs> the other thing is, I Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four to me suggested we were going a little bit like Captain Marvel would have, and there was going to be like nice nods to like you know like. Oh, I hadn't the, even put that together. It's, I hadn't even put that there's together. There's literally hardly any eighties references other than like. The fact that yeah, okay, it is visibly set in the eighties. I'm not I'm not disputing that, you know, the way the fashion is and stuff like that. But other than that, it's not really mentioned. And it's no, even, I... other than Chris Pine trying on some eighties sort of fashion, there's no nods to it. Where are the Pepsi cups that she's sipping out <laughs> of or something? Do you know, like obviously this is where Captain Marvel just got like the whole like uh, era so on with like you know the fact it was setting a blockbusters and stuff but there was none of that and even no. to the point of the main villain like obviously I'm not from 1984 but it looked more 70s to me it, well I mean that to me would give more authenticity to it because as you know from Stranger Things that the creative minds behind that said the biggest mistake movies and TVs make by setting something of an era is if they set it of an early decade, so the early 80s, like Stranger Things is set, is to not put stuff from the 70s in because mm-hmm. you would clearly still have 70s stuff around. Not everyone can afford yeah, the latest no, gear. Yeah, I, I understand so, that, but like... I, get, I, 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 I give it a pass on that, but I am with you. Like, I haven't even put together... I've not even heard... I mean, DC fans are some of the worst for... Oh, Marvel are copying. You know, Batman v Superman was oh, in the in the uh, pipeline before Civil War. That's mm. just Marvel copying. I hadn't even thought Marvel... Uh, DC took the female Superman, because that's what she is, yeah. and that's what Captain Marvel is, put her in a decade, mm-hmm. and just went from there. And I didn't even cross my mind. I haven't even seen anyone put that. That's a really good observation. Well, that, I mean, but that, that's, that shouldn't... I should have enjoyed it for that. But that's the thing is like that's obviously a bugbear. Okay, you can overlook. Maybe they just didn't want to draw on 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 it too much. The nostalgia they wanted to make Wonder Woman and the storyline the centerpiece. Well, then you need a better storyline because this was yeah, fucking let's, garbage. Let's talk about the storyline. So, like the basic premise of the film, that it can honestly you can sum it up 
quicker than in two and a half hours is both Wonder and Woman they and, off. Pe- <laughs> and, Pe- and Pedro Pascal are both after uh, this gem, this ancient gem. Uh, Pedro Pascal knows what it does. Wonder Woman isn't really sure what it does, but she knows she has to get it. And all it does is it creates... It's it's What was really funny, right, was as it, it like it explained itself, Eve was next to me and she went, so what does it mean? So they make a wish and something bad happens. I went, I went, yeah, you know, like the monkey's paw. And right. she went, what the, what's the monkey's paw? I went, you don't know the monkey. Oh, never mind. I was like, it's like the monkey's paw. Mm. And then when Chris, Pratt, Chris Pine gets explained to him, she went, he goes... Oh, like the monkey's paw, and I turned to even aha, <laughs> see. <laughs> but yeah, I, they 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 they're on the search for the monkey's paw, and then it's a case of stopping uh, Pedro Pascal's character because he essentially becomes power crazy and tries to take over the world. Um, and as usual, Wonder Woman defeats him with the power of love. And in the background, some crazy lady has a Catwoman story that goes a bit too far. That's, yeah, that's that's a summation of it. Yeah, was, did you feel like there was about three different films happening in this? Well, like, I've, yeah, I mean, much. I just felt like obviously, uh, what's his name, the Mandalorian guy? Sorry, um, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal obviously played Maxwell Lord, who I suppose is the main villain. He is. He's definitely and actually, but I'll put the this fact down I'm now, saying he's brilliant in this. What? He's brilliant. He is brilliant. I just don't buy it. Like it right. was. No, I'm not. 80s, I'm not saying geez, it I, was meant to be. Like he was like every like the the whole opening sequence in the mall told me, oh, we're watching one of the old Superman films. This is what we're watching right now. They're gonna treat it like that. Little bit of cheesy, like the way like she knocks the girl and she spins and skids into the teddy bear and mm. the, all that action in the mall kind of was like okay we're going old school superman vibes yeah i'm cool i'm down with that so i'll let it go with some things pedro pascal is one of them he becomes like a classic late 1970s early 80s villain like off his head crazy and eating the all the what's the what's the terminology eating the Youth, Actually, why am I? I guess no, <laughs> the, no. Well, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get their life, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I just the whole premise of his character. I'm not saying he didn't play it well. Sorry, I'm, I'm probably being a bit harsh by saying that. But the character itself is fucking dreadful. Like, so he basically wishes that he's the stone, and then he grants people wishes. And they go wrong. That was the most entertaining villain they could come up with. Well, it's not. It's grant wishes terrible. and then they go wrong. Well, he, that's he, what he, happens. He grants. He grants deals and then he he takes what he wants for himself. Oh my god! It was so crap. Honestly, this is up there with one of my least favorite takes on a villain that we've ever had in a superhero movie. I just thought I, all the way through it, I was like fucking this is awful like and it, this this meant because of the way it was set up that there was barely like you said there's loads of action there's not that much action in it really i know for an i'm action kind of film because once nothing's happening all, all it is is that people are being granted wishes that keep going wrong 
Yeah, I'll, I'll bear in mind the action. I'm not talking about literal fighting. There is just there is one literal fight in it, and it lasts about two minutes between a character I just genuinely didn't care about by the end. I mean, I was really conf- like, let's okay, let's let's just go breaking down everything bad with this film. We'll go with Pedro Pascal because I've just sung his praises as much as I like his performance and thought it was quite good for i thought that was the tone they were going for um he, he needed they needed cheetah in it the other woman yeah because on his own there's nothing there's, exactly. he can't fight he can't do anything so yeah they need to bring cheetah into that which causes a problem but um, then they should uh, have brought cheetah i get that they were trying to develop the character but they developed it so slowly that by the time she changes, it's too late. The film's nearly done. So then you've got one fight, but all of this backstory for Cheetah that now I don't care about. I didn't understand. They needed more. If they'd have turned her even like, okay, bring the introduction in, make them friends, and then make a turn, and then have like almost half the movie where she's having to fight Cheetah, but it, it it was just like two hours of, oh, uh, maybe we could be friends, right? And then suddenly she turns. I feel I feel like Cheetah got done dirty in this because all Patty Jenkins did for some bizarre reason was just to the Catwoman story from Batman Forever. Yeah, it, I mean it's 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 basic by the end of it. Uh, um, Batman is it Batman Forever? Batman. Which is the one? No, you, Catwoman is, is uh, Batman. Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, Batman Returns. Returns. Fuck me. I always get the titles confused. I knew I'd said it wrong. Um, yeah, but they yeah they just did the Michelle Pfeiffer story, and but it doesn't. It didn't work because the whole Tim Burton put his spin on it to give it a little bit of I don't know a dark tone. In this, with a cheesy tone, it just came off like Electro from Spider Man mm. Three, or Spider Man Two, whatever it was. It was just, like, to show character development, you show, like, oh, she can't walk in heels. And then later on, oh, she can uh, she can walk in heels. It very much felt poor, that a lot of a lot of it. Like, even the bit where you're supposed to go, ooh, you know, and she, she starts going a bit dark and she starts beating the fella who had obviously, like, propositioned her in the park. Hmm. I never really felt like there was much impact in it when when it was happening i did because like that were, i thought that I was a thought, really dark well, the only, moment the only reason i say that is because like they were sort of flirting with the idea that she was really really good at the beginning she was like a really nice person and then you know it starts taking her like soul and all that i, I understand that that's what was making a driver into a like a bad place but they were still flirting with the idea that she was good past that point she was still mm-hmm. helping them. Yeah, because she wanted to find the stone herself. I feel like it was underhanded why she was helping them. Mm, but, I don't know. I, but that I think me. I think I think you're trying to find a, a hole in like on the handle of the sieve. Like there's plenty of holes, mate. We can well, find yeah. something else. Um, yeah, she's just thrown in that that fight scene at the end was god awful. Yeah, it's terrible. As, the CGI was disgustingly bad. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, 
it it doesn't look real now. That that'll that'll go down like prequel graphics that won't age worse and worse and become full on laughable in mm-hmm. about five years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's full on laughable now. It just was so weird, and then it's like kills her by electrocuting her, but she's not affected by electrocution, but it doesn't kill her either. I was really confused by all that. Um, yeah, I didn't really get it. She was supposed to have the exact same powers. Yeah, that was another thing. She wished to have the same powers, and then he'd let her get power. It was fucking... Mm. I did enjoy it, and as much as I'm grumbling, honestly, because I enjoy it because I just switched my brain off. I was get the minute what, I start I get thinking what you're about saying, this film, like obviously this is, the, you know, it. I don't like like picking apart superhero films for not being like the most. It doesn't have to be like award-winning storyline, but what I do expect in two and a half hours is a bit of action around the storyline, and that's my biggest problem with the storyline is it was dumb, but it was then dead drawn out as well. Like even the pieces with Chris Pine, for the most part, were utterly awful. This is a character I... we're supposed to like from the first film. It's supposed to be like, oh, she's found a like soulmate again. But it felt boring. It was like, I don't know what it was. Like, I just feel like I was annoyed he was then there. Yeah, I mean, what, what, one thing that I got confused by is, um, so... She wishes Steve Trevor's back. Mm. So he does come back, but not in his body. Yeah, what was that about? Yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> Why did he have so, to come back in someone else's body? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at first I was like, oh, so that's the bad part. He's come back in someone else's body. So you can't have Steve Trevor. Your negative part of the wish is you have Steve Trevor, but he's in someone else. Mm. That and she, but no, her it caused her negative part is it's gonna cost her her powers. So why did he have to be in someone else's body when that guy wished for a wall? A, a, a fence didn't pretend to be a wall. Yeah, a wall exactly. appeared. But that's Every what I, other... this is exactly what I mean. It, it was it was so weird that like I I just I really was just like. Oh, I just really didn't like it. It's like, and the other thing with the the Steve Trevor sort of arc thing was, as a, like, it doesn't really add anything. Other than I get that she's got to make a choice, but surely there could have been a different thing. It felt so cheap. It felt just like we just need Chris Pine back in this movie. Honestly, I felt like they could. I think they could have done it if they hadn't have done it with a fake person. So like you see him disappear like properly, like he appears like in a physical form and then have it very like Luke in Last Jedi, like Mm. he fades away or something, like Yoda, make it much more like rather than he just, she just kiss a guy and walk around the corner and then another fellow walks out looking for me. I mean, that guy, by the way, has had the best weekend of his life and doesn't even know it. (laughs) He's, he's had Gal Gadot in bed for (laughs) a couple of nights no idea. I saw one guy Imagine... I saw on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, I said I saw someone on Twitter put. Even though you've just shagged Gal Gadot, did Gal Gadot not care about this guy's family? Like, what did he have a job after this? Did he have where was his? Did his family not wonder where he was? This man literally did, dropped his entire life for three or four days, and Gal Gadot just didn't give a shit. <laughs> I I like the idea that 
the the guy was like Dennis in It's Only Sunny in Philadelphia and goes to watch one of his tapes and goes, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Just some guy. I mean, it, it was that was bizarre. That was a bit weird. I didn't understand why Trevor had to be in another man. Didn't I, I, I don't even... Even if, if they had done it that way, I think they still should have had the actor playing it and that they shouldn't yeah i just don't feel like they should have had chris pine i feel like there should have been more like she's torn between the fact that it's him in someone else's body but the minute she goes well i always see you the same well that's fucking ruined then isn't it (laughs) there goes that illusion i mean mean, if she's that good at it why does she not just go up to like every man and be like (laughs) you are now chris pine (laughs) and that's it but whatever that was weird um yeah, I I just fi- and also oh, no. I know that. Hang on, ma- hang on, hang on, hang on. What? What? What's up? Let me just check something. Oh no, it is. It's still running. It just my thing stopped moving across the screen. I thought, oh, it's fucking stopped. But no, it's still running. I just for some reason it wasn't running past my monitor. Don't worry, I'll be able to edit <laughs> all that out. Okay. <laughs> Next point. <laughs> um. And the bit which made me go, is is that is that how that works? Is when he gets the presidents to like pardon him, and then he sees the plans to basically give uh, be able to. The president wanted to transmit to every TV in the world. Mm. He could do, but then they talk about it being like photons that literally touch or something like that, and he's like, so I'm technically I'd be touching them. As they do it. But that's not how TV works. That's not remotely how TV has ever worked. So his plan to speak through the TV made no sense whatsoever. And even then I was going, I'm I'm going to give you a pass on that. <laughs> I feel like you've been throwing passes out at this film. I, like fucking willy nilly. Because I was genuinely, I felt like... The only way I can explain it is maybe like I don't have kids, but you have a kid. Right. If your kid goes in a, in an activity and you're you're going there to watch your kids, you've got no nothing else invested. You want to go watch your kid, and you're always gonna think your kid does well. So there's a bit of bias, and the nativity is not just bad; it's just like shambolic. Like it's funny stuff is falling over, kids are saying lines wrong, and it's that you just laugh at how like. You just give it a pass because you go, it's not trying that hard. It's it's just a kid's nativity playing my kids in it. That's how I think I feel about this. It's my favourite heroes in this. It's not doing anything to besmirch or hurt the character. I'll let it, I'll let it have a pass. Well, I, I think you're being very lenient. Did you like the, the invisible plane? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, really well. Like, uh, is, is this supposed to be when the first, like, stealth plane was or something is that what the <laughs> the hint was no. there or is she no. just because I, again i just felt like well okay it felt like there was a lot of conveniences wonder woman in the, in the comics line. has in the comic she had she used to have an invisible plane that's how she got around before they decided to make it so she could fly right. they gave her an invi- uh, she got an invisible plane from the mascara um, and that's how she did it. So they've Patty Jenkins has not included the invisible plane. She's then gone with the um, oh she can she figures out how to fly. Which again I was like oh she can she can fly now. But 
Could she could she fly in Batman v Superman? And did she fly in Justice League? I don't. Yeah, I think she did in Justice League because when they were fighting the the end boss, wasn't she flying around? See, this is what I mean. I feel like it could go against the grain of other films, but I just, I, I, I just, if I'm being honest, I I don't know with any certainty. But right. uh, I, again, it, not not that if that was a moment where I went, oh, that's cool. Now she's got an invisible plane. But I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't know the comics that well, so that that's gone over my head. If if that's sort of like a tie into like an yeah, early it's like a little thing. Easter egg. But for me, that that was an absolute nothing moment. I was just like, oh, right, okay, and it was just another. In in a sequence of events in this film, where we just have to go, <laughs> so that's happened now. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I think I think that this film honestly is just one big cheesy romp, and I know you said there isn't much action, but if you enjoy the characters, then the kind of like little detective story from trying to find the object and all the action with Cheetah and especially Pedro Pascal might entertain you, but. If if you're not remotely, inv- it, all it takes is for you not to be remotely invested in this or have a bad day, and it'll bomb. It'll just won't. It won't have any desired effect. Yeah, and I, I think I I think it'll bomb for a lot of people. I I, I honestly do. It has. I, 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 think I don't it has, think actually. it's. I'm stru- I struggle with films like this because it feels like it should be much better. Because the first one did do quite well. You know, I remember enjoying it, but not as much as everyone else was. But I think that's just because, like, I prefer, you know, sort of like the four Ragnarok type superhero films where it's like laughs that, and yeah, action and blah, blah, blah. It's more blah. dark and gritty. So I wasn't ever going to be like, oh, this is my favourite superhero film. But I feel like people expect more of superhero films now. And mm. this felt. A, like a backward step, certainly for DC. Like DC had just started winning me over with like Shazam. Obviously, has that comedy and action sort of thing going on. And Aquaman, I thought this is a positive step. We're going into action uh, movies, fun. But this, to me, it didn't feel fun because it was too. It was damn well too long, and too much was just drawn out. Uh, so I, I can only imagine most normal people, as I would be considered that in comic book films, are not going to like it. I mean, there was there was some great scenes. Like, you said there was no action, but I really enjoyed the whole car chase through Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever they were. That entire, like, five, five to ten minute scene of her dodging lo- trucks and lorries and, and tanks, essentially, was... I liked that. I thought it was really good action mm. and looked dead good. But then, like, yeah, you've got the down, the the little moments in between where, like, they find a guy in a back alley who can explain what that object is, and then we never we didn't see him before and we don't see him again. It's it's it felt it's very a weirdly written film. as well because, yeah. like, obviously, like the beginning sequence, I don't get how it really ties in. Like obviously, it was sort of to teach her that she she needed to like not cheat. But then, how was that really referenced in the 
the storyline that follows. Yeah, and uh, sorry, I've just realised what you meant because when you said beginning, at the beginning of the film, I'm thinking it starts off with the mall, and no, it doesn't, no. does it? It starts off on Themyscira. With the race, yeah. And she cheats in the race to win, and like you never cheat, you shouldn't do that. And I felt, yeah, I know what you mean. That was the loosest tie to <laughs> well, yeah. what actually happened in the end. It didn't need, didn't need that there. That would have cut the film short by another but fifteen odd, odd, minutes. Oddly, oddly enough, that, that that was quite a good open. I, I <laughs> thought it was quite interesting. And I was, honest to God, it's weird because the the more I think about it, I was actually on board. I was fully on board. I liked that opening. That was like a nice, like little. Oh, we're going back to like when she was young. Um, and then the mall bit, I actually thought was was good. I, I enjoyed the mall bit, like for for the reasons you stated. You know, there was a bit of like campness about it. Yeah. And then that's where it, it starts going wrong when she starts going the museum, and that feels drawn out. The whole like bit with her becoming Kristen Wiig's friend, it feels like it was like stretching it too far. And I feel like from there is when it, it it's using way too many scenes to basically get where it needs to go, mm. and then the, I don't know. I just I just feel like it just lost it towards. And I don't think I was on board from the minute he devoured the 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 stone. What was it called? The stone. From that, I was like, oh. And even then, I expected like there to be like this moment where he turns into that. You know, if you think about like when Aladdin, um, oh, I know what you're the genie, say. and yeah, the genie yeah. goes bad, and then there's this moment. Like, think about even the mask, right? When like he puts the mask on the evil fella, and he turns into like the evil mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was expecting a moment like that, which just never comes. So it's just a man. Who just keeps granting wishes to people? <laughs> I was like, oh "God, what is going on?" But he he he, he finds his son, mate. He, he goes into that world. I mean, that's the other thing as well. Again, th- th- this is a thing with constantly that Patty Jenkins do- do- does in this film. Did Patty Jenkins write it as well? Um, bear with me one sec. Patty that's... Jenkins write it, writing, yeah. yeah. For I mean, considering she's had ages to work on this, and she's wrote it as well. She doesn't understand how the world works because if it shows that after your wish is like cancelled, you still remember you made the wish. It doesn't disappear from your head. Like it showed, like the person who said he wished that woman would drop dead. By the way, that seems completely unnecessary. All British people, just because of Brexit, we just hate anyone remotely, remotely foreign or an Irish person drop dead. <laughs> that was <laughs> seems a bit extreme. Um, but he remembers that, oh, my God, I said that, and that's probably why she dropped dead. Everyone's remembering everything that happened. Governments fired nuclear missiles at each other. Governments started war with each other. Do you think just because they unwished the, all the actions happening, these all these politicians and leaders would just go, well, uh, that's enough of that. I don't think we'll speak about that again. You know, you'd go, fucking bastards fired nuclear arms at us. <laughs> What the fuck is going on there? Get get Saddam Hussein, whoever's in charge in 84, on the blower. Let's find out what's going on. It just That was bizarre to me. Like, Patty Jenkins more or less went, and then everything was fine. <laughs> yeah. After she just literally showed, like, the end of days. Mm. It, it just, yeah, I mean, it did feel like 
a lot of it was stretching to to I mean, I get that you've got to take these things with a pinch of salt, like, do you know what I mean? But it felt so loose that, like, every stretch was, like, uh, it just wound me up more. It, I just kept <laughs> thinking, like, oh, God, like, how much how much more of this do I need to take? I mean, let's, it, let's uh, just qu- quickly go through the actors. So, uh, Gal Gadot, do you, what do you reckon, like, overall, do you think, well, the, like, do you think the performances were good? And it was just a shitty movie. A, well, maybe, yeah, but I suppose, like, because with Gal Gadot being the main person, like, obviously she's on screen a lot, and a lot of what she's on screen for was quite subpar for me. It felt like it was a bad performance, but I, I, I'm not I'm not saying she acted badly in particular, but it there was never a moment in it where I really rooted for her to win. That's 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 pretty damning for a superhero. I always feel. Um, Chris Pine just annoyed me when he was on screen, mainly because I was like, he didn't really need to be there, and it felt like a really cheap way of tying the first one back in, mm. and just sort of going right. I can't be asked, even though I've, I'm wasting everyone's two hours and a half here. I can't be bothered adding a new character in. And having that develop, I'm just going to throw this one in because you're already supposed to like him. Well, I don't. So, <laughs> unlucky. Kristen Wiig is one of my favourite female comic like actresses and was criminally underused, she's, I thought. She's got, she's got us... The problem with Kristen Wiig, I like her, but very niche, like... There's not well, much yeah. of, not much I've watched her in where I've liked her. There's not much, but I've never actually put it down to her. I've just gone, she didn't suit the part. She didn't suit the part every, mm. each time. Like Ghostbusters is a great example. Didn't suit the part. It's not that she's not funny. It just didn't suit the part. Um, yeah, I, I feel like she a, works in quirky, like, little comedies. Is it Bridesmaids um, she's in? Is it Bridesmaids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Things that. like that. Exactly. That That's it. Like, I don't like pigeonholing people. If, if, if Obviously, like, you know, people like Adam Sandler, for years, it, it was like, you know, oh, you can only do comedy. And he's done, like, serious stuff, or mm. at least, like, more serious comedy. And quite successfully, I think, in some, some films... So it's not like I'm saying, oh, well, she can't do an action film or she can't do a more serious role. But for her, it, it does feel like she's not breaking out of that, that quirky comedy box yet or she's not fully done it. I don't know. I just felt like I didn't really like her character enough to then be like, oh, shit, she's turned evil. I needed to like her first. Like, if you think about the perfect example, we've already mentioned it was the Catwoman in in Batman Returns. You fucking love Catwoman in that film. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer is amazing. And the, if you put those two alongside each other as being similar sort of arcs, where something happens and they turn into this like supervillain, basically, there is not a patch on Pfeiffer's Catwoman in this. Because mm. it's too rushed, the bit where she changes, and there's too much shite in the before bit. Is it so? It, it is I weird. thought that was a big, big fail of the film. Probably one of the reasons that I really didn't like it. Pedro d- Pascal, we've already d- discussed, you know, yeah. I really just didn't like the character. 
It, Pascal, I don't think, has played it badly. I think you are right. I think the way he's played it is probably right. But the character's awful. And realistically, am I missing any characters? No, there's no one else mainly? in the film. I think that's maybe, maybe that's why it felt like it, it trudged along so much because you've got a two and a half hour film, but only four people in it. Yeah, or and, at least the main people, anyway. Like, uh, obviously, no. I'm, I'm honestly the only other people was random tramp that Christian Wiggs some spoke to twice. Uh, yeah, rapist who appeared like twice. Um, buddy G from People Just Do Nothing as a random scientist who wished for coffee. Um, who else was there? There was Chris Pine. Didn't have any. Didn't know anyone. Didn't have any friends. Wonder Woman and Kristen Wiig worked in the same place. Oh, uh, so you've got Pedro Pascal uh, had his secretary and his son, which yeah, that felt shoehorned in as well. The whole thing with his son felt quite shoehorned yeah, in, very as well. much so. Um, like again, you never really bought into the relationship. Yeah, Do yeah. You, like I get that the whole arc at the end was that it was going to be that his son brings him back to some sort of sensibility. But uh, when were when were those moments that we were supposed to then go? Oh, he really does love his son. The bit well, where just because every now and then they were on screen at the same time. The bit where, um... but that was the other thing. I don't understand what came from like his child got one wish and he wasted it by saying, <laughs> "I just wish I was as good as you" or something like that. And the wind blew. Like as he kept doing, whenever someone made a wish, the wind, <laughs> the wind would blow. I love, see, I love that. I love like the cheesiness of it. Um, but nothing came of that. I don't understand what they, that entire scene was about. That's another Patty Jenkins. That was another like ten minute scene. Could have cut out. Didn't uh. need. Um, I think yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It's too long. It's got too many plot holes. It doesn't make sense. It's. The, not it's not likable. It can be boring in parts. Eve, it's Eve doesn't like action, any kind of like action on screen. She finds it boring. She likes dialogue and she likes interact characters interacting. She even I know what you mean. She found the first third of the film very mm. just boring. She admitted she was like, oh, I was very bored by all that. So I th- I think it was yeah. I, I do I genuinely think it was quite a dull film for for something that is supposed to be like a fun action movie which all superhero films really should be i get that there are ones like black panther which probably have a little bit more meaning in there and stuff like that i just think it's a waste there's, of there's still good action to it and there's still like moments where you go oh yeah that's that's fucking boss whereas this i genuinely like struggle to think of of moments in it that i i will think i will remember I think it's a very forgettable film. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, I, I feel like again that's why I didn't mind it because I was like, none of this is going to scar me or awaken anything in mm. me. It's just gonna, it's just surface level superhero mush, and I'll, I'll accept it for what it is. But no, you're, you're right. It's not gonna, it's not gonna change the game. It's not gonna do anything. Um, if anything, like you said, there's films that have done it better. Captain Mar- uh, Captain Marvel has done yeah. this exact kind of scenario better. Um, Batman Returns has done a ca- character's arc better. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's a total misfire by Patty Jenkins. Yeah, I do. And I'd blame her solely for 
any mistakes. I'm quite happy with everyone else, but I do blame her for it not being... I wanted it to be better. I wanted a, an 80s film with Wonder Woman in. Should but be that's it. That like, even the music. Like, do you really remember there was that? That there was like, oh, I'm trying to think of the one song that was. Was there a was Devo it... song? Was there a Devo in it? Let's on, have let a see if I can Yeah, go get on, get it up. The soundtrack up. Because um... me and you should have been all over that. Because that that should have been like a big part of an '80s film. Now it's got Gary Newman cars in it, but I don't remember the scene. What? It's got Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Yeah, I remember that bit. I do remember. That's that's, that's the one that's the one where they go it. to the party and every single man harasses every woman character. That that is actually the only credits I'm getting. For music. Here. So if you're telling me that that's supposed to be an eighties film and they're the only songs we had from the eighties, I think that is a big, big negative. Considering like, hold on. You've got. Let's just look it up. Well, unless that's just IMDb doing. No, what shite. I'll do is I'll do if I look up the actual Wonder Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. It it is all Hans Zimmer. He did all the yeah. the music for it, so it's just. Now Hans Zimmer is a great composer, but then, you know, you could still have a score and songs alongside. Well, yeah. Why have you got? Why is the Wonder Woman movie sat in nineteen set in nineteen eighty four got a full score by Hans Zimmer and one Frankie Goes to Hollywood song? Meanwhile, the Suicide Squad film from a few years ago is like full of like Panic at the Disco, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Twenty One Pilots, like Eminem. Like it's full of different music. Why? What, they? I feel like they take feedback from one film, which everyone did say like. You're just trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy with Suicide Squad. And they go, okay. And then apply it blanketly to, like, every yeah. film. Like, no, we're just talking about that film right there and anything kind of like that. You Like you just said, an 80s film about 80s songs in it, like a full list, is now, like, if you were to tell me Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will have no pop music in. That would just be bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just think it's stuff like that that you just wonder how on earth they've got it that wrong. You wonder woman. But you wonder woman <laughs> how you got it so wrong. I was quite chauvinist, actually, towards <laughs> the director, but... <laughs> yes, we are wondering, woman... <laughs> How are you going so like wrong? an old forties <laughs> man, yeah, like that. Well, waiting for my tea. Well, like that that Harry Enfield sketch is he where he goes, women know your place, yeah, know your limits. <laughs> know your limits. <laughs> I mean, Patty Jenkins. I wouldn't mind. I'm a massive fan. I don't know where where she thought this was a good idea, and where I'm specifically. Should we rate it? I think before we go in circles and before this goes mm-hmm. too long. I'm going to go first. I'm going to give it a six because I still enjoyed it. It was a nothing kind of film, though. And if I had to put whole blame the holes in it, it is it's all Patty Jenkins. I didn't hate the acting, but all the choices were hers. The no lack of 80s music that you've pointed out. The fact that it's copy, Marvel have done a version. It's considered, some people consider that the worst Marvel film. And it did it better than Wonder Woman 84. And then just mm. a the weird kind of like oh and everything was fine I had the massive plot holes which make the make the story make 
absolutely zero sense when you just stop and think about it. It's a six. Okay. I'll give it the four from the 84. <laughs> um, Specifically that four. Gen- gen- generally just bored me. Not not to the point that I'd be giving it, you know, ones or twos because, like, it's upset me. I, I think it's not upset me in any way. It just bored me. So I'm going to give it a four. That's what I mean. I think that's why I'm go- I'm so much higher than you because it didn't upset me. It, it just tickled me pickle when it came to... I was just I was I was in the right mood. If I had been in a bad mood and I put that on, I think we could have been having a very different discussion and Patty Jenkins mm. is getting away with possibly murder here. I might in a couple of years re- watch that again in a very bad mood and just be like that is the biggest pile of tripe I've ever watched. But as it stands right here right now, 2021 first film review of the year, I give it a 6, you give it a 4. What did you think at home? Please let us know in the comments down below or email us at talknerduk at gmail.com. You can also email us to submit blogs, uh, which uh, we had a guest writer, Dan Bibby, write a great blog about is Disney's acquisition of Marvel, has it been brilliant? Has it been better for of Marvel, of, of Star Wars? Has it been better for Star Wars? Uh, we've got trailers, we've got podcasts, we've got it all. Uh, Gaz, do you want to plug your music, boy? Yeah, still the same as the last podcast, unfortunately, because Spotify do not believe my legal name is my name. <laughs> <laughs> so you can catch me on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and Facebook. <laughs> as what, though? As what? YouTube is the other one I'm Yeah, but what there. do people say? You're assuming that everyone listens to Search the same... at Gaz Masters. There we go. There we go. At Gaz Masters. King, king of promotion, self-promotion, Gaz Masters there. <laughs> right, so, uh, yeah, I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And we've been talking nerdy. Keep talking Keep nerdy! Keep talking nerdy! Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman! All the world is waiting for you And the power you possess In your satin tights Fighting for your rights And the old red, white and blue